Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Carmelita, and I want to welcome you to Purity to Purpose. Here on Purity to Purpose, I want to show you what it looks like to have a relationship with the invisible yet real God. I'm going to show you these things through my personal testimonies, as well as Bible study devotionals. I'm so passionate about this because I remember growing up and not enjoying church. I remember growing up and not having an understanding of what it looked like to have a relationship with God. I remember not fully understanding him. So now it is my hope and my desire to bring clarity and wisdom to you. So I ask you to bring your hope and your faith as well as your doubts as we talk about what it looks like to have a relationship with our Heavenly Father. Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Carmelita, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Purity to Purpose. So today we are going to do day five of our Bible study plan titled, I am clear on my purpose. And today's devotional is titled, Achieving a Concentrated Focus. On day one of this plan, we discussed the need to be concentrated. I recently started grinding my coffee beans for my morning coffee. The flavor of freshly ground coffee is so rich. Anything that is concentrated is potent, strong, and richly flavored. When consumed, it can be deeply satisfying. Walking in your concentrated purpose is potent, strong, richly flavored, and brings deep satisfaction to your soul. The need to be concentrated goes hand in hand with what we discussed yesterday, which is the power of focus. When you combine the two lessons, you realize you can live a powerful life if you can become focused on God and concentrate on your purpose. This means avoiding dilution through distraction. Even if you're focused on something good, if you prioritize it in your thoughts above God, your purpose will become diluted. I'll take God over good any day. Our common good, distraction, is your heart's desire. Everyone has a heart's desire that is tied to an image of the life they would like to live. Maybe it's a desire for a child, a job, a husband, a community of godly women with whom you can walk through life, healing your body, or a provision. When you focus on Christ, your purpose inspires your heart's desire, helping you to see it more clearly. It seems ironic that simply by focusing on Christ, we can see our purpose more clearly. It doesn't make sense until you understand that his lens is greater. When you look at your life through God's lens, you can see the greater perspective, the greater angle, the greater joy, the greater peace, and the greater solutions available. It can be easy to accept the limitation of your heart's desire instead of the real thing when you are so focused on it. When your thoughts are anxious or consumed with anything outside of God, that's an indication that it's time to step back from that for a moment and refocus on him. Set your mind, heart, and thoughts on this question. God, what did you want, excuse me, God, what do you want me to focus on today? Then follow the gentle promptings that God places in your spirit. 
which you should see confirmed in the word of God. These promptings received through prioritizing God will help you recognize your true heart's desire when it arrives. It takes a greater faith and hope to believe that you'll see something different when you lift your eyes to God. When you do, his love will rush in, flooding your heart with light and molding your hope to match his. How many know that just one touch from God can change everything? Amen. Today, you can decide to change what you're focusing on and start to see solutions just by looking to Christ. Today's affirmation. As I abide in Christ, he abides in me today, wrapping me with his love. I'm at peace. I am calm. I am clear and I am focused. My heart is assured that he will bring me the desires I need at the right time. Just like that. He will cause them to come to pass. I will see it and know that it was a miracle that God performed for me because he is faithful to his word. I trust in God. He is the author and finisher of my faith and will prove his good will in my life. Daily question of the day. List your top three heart desires. Rate on a scale of one to ten how focused you are on them with ten being the highest focus. Decide what you need to reprioritize to focus on God and his purpose in your life. The scripture that we are going to discuss today or that I'm going to bring out to you today is in James 1 verse 22. And it says, this is in the Good News translation. Do not deceive yourself by just listening to his word. Instead, put it into practice. So in this devotional, and I'm, I'm going to keep it really short. Um, I think it's pretty it's pretty spot on and pretty direct that if we are focusing on anything else, then we'll have anxious thoughts. If we're focusing on anything else but God, we'll be, cons- it says here, um, when your thoughts are anxious or consumed with anything outside of God, that's an indication that it's time to step back from that for a moment and refocus on him. And I love that because it's telling us that if our thoughts are anxious, We're anxious because we're not focused on God. We're anxious because we're focused on things of the world. We're focused on our fears. We're focused on anything else. I think about how in moments whenever I'm frustrated or angry or anxious or worried, those are not moments that I'm focused on God. I think about how in 2022, I was in a season where I was so focused on God that I was able to to do things and there were certain blessings that were brought to me because I was so focused on him. Focusing on him on a consistent basis looked like me reading my word, looked like me spending intentional prayer time with him, but it also looked like me putting my faith into action. So Me praying to him, God, your word says X, Y, Z. So I'm going to need you to show me that I would tell God and challenge him to bring his word to life in my heart, in my spirit, in my life, like very applicable and practical things like God, your word says that you take care of the lilies and the birds. And so therefore, if I'm made in your image, 
Why do I need to worry? Your word says I don't need to worry about what I'm going to eat or what I'm going to wear or sleep. And so therefore, I don't need to be worried about my practical needs because your your word in the Bible tells me that you're going to make sure that those things are taken care of. And so whenever I would challenge God with his word and and repeat and recite his word back to him, like I could recite those things to you all day long, but until I'm actually applying them, then it's kind of empty. And that's where I was coming to terms with things in last uh, this last season of my life where I was being challenged to put my my money where my mouth was, so to speak. Like I had to, it wasn't just good enough for me to, to be reading the Bible, but I had to actually put it into action. I can spend time with God. I can do all the, all the things, but those are works. Our relationship with God is not based on our works. Our relationship with God is based on us actually applying his word. And we have to apply it to our own lives. We can't just read it. We have to apply it. And that's the part that is brought out in the scripture today that I shared with you. That was in, um, let me find it. In James 1, yeah, James 1.22. Do not deceive yourselves by just listening to the word. We have to also put it into practice. And that's where I think the disconnect can oftentimes happen. Anytime that I found myself worrying or anxious, any of those things, it was because I wasn't putting his word into practice. So how do we kill our anxious thoughts? How do we cure our anxiety? How do we make sure how do we make sure that we're concentrated and focused on our purpose by doing that? Because the one thing I've come to understand as I've been walking out my purpose and had a clear vision of my focus, I'm sorry, clear vision of my purpose was that I, I can't do this on my own. The things that God has been tasking me with and telling me that he wants me to do are things that I cannot do in my own power. It requires effort from him. It requires effort on my part to trust him and to have him walk alongside me. He has to be my business partner in order for me to be able to do anything business wise, in order for me to progress in any sort of business. He has to be my my co-parent in order for me to be able to parent my child. He has to be in the middle of my marriage in order for me to be able to be the wife and have the marriage that I would like to have that me and my husband talk about that we desire. So if God is not in the situation with you, if you're not actually putting the things into practice, basically you're just, I don't know. It's kind of like, um, I don't know. Holy spirit help trying to think of a, an analogy. I mean, oh, so someone told me that just because you sit in a, sit in a garage, it doesn't make you a car, you know? So it's the same thing. If we're not putting the things into practice, you know, then what are we doing? All right, let us pray. 
Heavenly Father, I just come to you right now just asking you to assist us, God. It's easy for us to read scriptures that tell us that we can't just be hearers of the word, but that we also must be doers. It's easy for us to hear those scriptures, God, but then to then say, but what about this? But what about that? Because we do have real cares and concerns. But Father, I can say from my own personal experience that this scripture does come to pass. That other scriptures and promises, that they do come to pass. So God, I just ask you just to help everyone under the sound of my voice to to just try it. To just try it. Because I know and I thank you, God, that I have personal testimonies that I myself cannot just use to encourage everyone under the sound of my voice, but that I can also put into put into into my own mental Rolodex and in my own tool belt to be able to fall back on, to allow me to have something that I can hang my hat on God, because I did do these things because I do have the ability to say it works. So God, I just ask you to just please help your children I know we have free will God but I just have a I have a desire to see your children win because it's like the scriptures say this is like fire shut up in our bones God I'm trying to relay this information with passion but also with compassion because I know I know individuals personally in this moment who are struggling and who are struggling not because they're not because they don't love you but they're struggling because life is life and and their cares and their worries and their concerns are greater at this point than their ability to believe in you and God I remember being in those moments and your word says that those Christian spirit that you will save that those um yeah, Christian spirit and it's Psalms thirty four eighteen. I can't remember at this point what it says, but I do remember what it is. Those those Christian spirit and, and something about you saving us. But God, I thank you that we don't have to be perfect. <laughs> and the and, and it goes to show that just like what your scripture says, we can't just be hearers. We have to put it into practice. So while I may not be able to in this moment, recite that scripture. I do know that I've lived it out. And I do know that this scripture also goes in line with putting our cares on you and giving you our cares. So God, I just ask you just to help everyone under the sound of my voice to be able to do that. I ask you, God, to help. I I ask for a special prayer for some of my friends right now who are really struggling, um, not going to say their names but they know who they are I have several individuals that I could think of at this moment but I have some some individuals in particular that I'm thinking of God and they love you wholeheartedly however right now they are really struggling in their faith simply because their situation is so paralyzing the reality of their situation is so paralyzing But God, I know that you're a good God. They know that you're a good God. So God, I just ask you to help them to step out on faith and to trust you in a greater way. 
I ask you, God, to help them to, to spend some time with you to know what it is that they need to step out on faith on, whether it's just trusting you more, whether it's asking for help, whatever the situation is, God, you know what they need to do. So I just ask you to help your children. I ask you to help anyone under the sound of my voice who may be struggling in that way. And God, I thank you. And I seal this prayer in your son Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, family. I love you. And I look forward to talking to you tomorrow in another episode of Purity to Purpose.